Hello. Um, welcome back to Scary Talk, episode 8. Oh my god, Shannon, can you believe that? I literally cannot believe it. I am screaming internally. I cannot believe it because of the excitement, but also, like, I cannot believe it in the bad way. In the in the way that, like, we are responsible enough that we have kept this going for eight episodes. Can you believe that? Um, you know, I actually thought that you were going to give up pretty soon, so I've been just kind of like, oh man, why is this still happening? <laughs> just why, why would you ever think that? I am devoted to this podcast. Um, I, I'm excited that we're here. This is fun. I have... Some good stuff for you. I think you have some good stuff for me. Um, and uh, hello to the listeners. Um, so if you are not caught up, um, Shannon and I are two crazy people. No. Um, <laughs> I mean, honestly, yes, actually. It's true. It's very true. It is very true. We have some good stuff for you guys today, like I said. So um, first, though, just, just a little chit-chat. Shannon, how are you? How are you? How have you been since last episode? Um, I think I'm doing okay. I feel like I'm mentally stable. I've been running a lot, okay. so I'm physically stable. That's a new. Um, how are you doing? Um, I am keeping it together. Um, sanity is mostly intact. So I'm glad to hear that. I think good. I think I think the listeners um don't care about our personal lives though. So maybe we'll keep the chit chat for like when we're off the record. Um I wish they did, but I don't think we have very sympathetic listeners. I picture our listeners, um I, I picture our listener, like our stereotypical listener as just this very like apathetic crazy person in a basement Ricky Mountain Dew. Now, I don't know if that's just me projecting, mm, like, my... Yeah, I mean, I feel like I have the I don't know. opposite interpretation of our listeners, where I figure it's, like, a teenager <laughs> in the attic where his room is because he's edgy, and, like, he's listening to this while bossing on World of Warcraft. Warcraft. Um, and he just appreciates hearing our beautiful voices, and he wants to know that we're okay because he wants to be okay. That's who he is. Honestly, I... I love that optimism and that mentality. If only I could have it. I just think I thrive on this kind of pessimism. I don't know why. Maybe it's just like a thing of late. I feel like I'm also kind of approaching it pessimistically, though, because I feel like the person you're describing is too good for us. I think they've done way more research than us. I think that they have one of those serial killer walls of all these cryptids, and they just know more. So they're not going to listen to us. <laughs> with the pit. With the pins and the thread. <laughs> yeah, exactly. With the yarn. And he's just like, no, these guys are amateurs. Well, we're about to prove you right, actually. But it's still some good <laughs> shit. So let us start. I am going to be talking about the Jersey Devil today. Hello. Ooh, okay. Um, Shannon did not know about this. Um, I So here we are. Hello. Okay. So the Jersey Devil. This thing, <laughs> how do I start? Are you okay? <laughs> I am fine. I just, it's a lot. It, it's very intricate. Uh, and I did not expect it to be this intricate when I was researching it, to be honest. Uh, but it's interesting. Okay. okay. So today we're talking about cryptids. Mine is the Jersey Devil. So in southern New Jersey, in, I'm, I'm actually not going to start, I'm going to start with the very, background like what most people know about Jer the jersey devil the ones that do know about it is that this is a thing and it like makes appearances and it's scary and it's spooky but uh unbeknownst to me there is an alleged background like a kind of urban legend background history to this mm. thing which a lot of them don't have like um 
like if you looked up the chupacabra like there wouldn't be an origin story but this thing is an origin story which you can take it either way <laughs> like that exactly either for you that makes it more believable or less believable you can take it however you want so the jersey devil just to clarify is a cryptid it, this thing is like a creature with a goat head and has like bat wings and horns and has like like dinosaur arms like small arms and it has clawed hands and cloven hooves in a forked mm. tail so <laughs> seems like every guy went to college with <laughs> <laughs> um so just, just picture that now according to this article how this thing came to be is that in the 1700s according to jersey folklore because that's a thing um I'm sorry, it was actually the, the 13th century, so so the 1200s. So the 1700s is another part of this story. I got that mixed up. So in the 13th century, there was this woman um, known as Mother Leeds. Uh, her real name was Jane Leeds, and she lived in Pine Barrens, which is an area of Jersey. It's like a relatively rural, well, at least definitely at the time, rural area of what is now New Jersey. And in the twelfth, uh, in the twelve hundreds, this lady had twelve children, and then she found out that she was pregnant again. <laughs> so, oh, no. yeah, it, it, like even for the time, that's a lot of kids, right? So, in frustration, according to legend, she um, she cried out that the child would be the devil. She cursed it oh. because she was so angry. <laughs> And it's the thirteenth baby. I know, I know, I know. And all, all I can think is like, how is that the baby's fault? Uh, but whatever. Yeah, girl, work on your pull-out method. Come on. <laughs> anyway, seventeen forty-five. Mother leads goes on labor on a stormy night, and uh, the the kid is born. It's born as a normal child, but immediately. It turns into this creature with hooves and the goat's head and everything. What? Uh, it starts growling and screaming, and it kills the midwife before it flies up a fucking chimney and heads into the woods. So, there's that. Oh. Okay, this is just, like, the origin story. This isn't, like, this isn't real, right? <laughs> I told you it was an origin story. I told you to take it however you want. For me, this is just... I mean, I can't buy this shit, obviously. But, um... Like, the sightings to me, like, what I want to talk about later, the sightings to me seem very, like, you know, people really think they saw this thing. Uh, and that's what drew me to this. But, yeah, the background is really, like, urban legend shit. Um, I think people just wanted to give, like, their their sightings right. I don't, some context, so they just made some stuff up. But I don't think that this makes the sightings, like, not real. So, just okay. to clarify my stance. But, yeah, I love this. This is basically, like, like step by step your like classic creature horror movie basically i love that it killed the midwife and not the mom by the way like why um because mother i guess yeah mother. literally i mean <laughs> <laughs> um in some versions of the tale which i mean the article itself calls that a tale um but let's just say in some versions of this urban legend that was spread that, that is very you know very much part of the folklore of new jersey in some versions of the tale um of the legend mother leeds was actually a witch uh, mm. which i think I I, I I i thought i'd drop that in there i yeah. think you'd like that detail i like that and and, and apparently the, the child's father was actually the devil himself so that's a different version of the story um thoughts <laughs> okay yeah no that makes sense they would always have sex with the devil for fun yeah I mean, demon babies for sure. How else are you supposed to get the Antichrist? Perfect. Okay. Then uh, we are actually 
we're actually on track. Like th- this sounds <laughs> this sounds logical. It makes sense so far. Oh yeah, Perfect. absolutely. <laughs> okay, now here's where it gets intricate. So the the article actually, which I actually liked, it, it goes into what it itself thinks is the actual backstory to why this phenomenon exists, and it basically goes on this tangent about how the leech devil like the origin story is really irrelevant and really it's just an urban legend and the actual reason why it exists is just kind of a social response to the political times basically that's that's an overview um to mm-hmm. specify um prior to the early 1900s um again the jersey devil which it's called both the jersey devil and the leech devil but at the time, it was called the Leeds Devil or the Devil of Leeds. And according to the article, it was actually in connection um, with a local f- family in in Leeds, New Jersey, close to Barron Point, which is where the witch allegedly had the demon baby. Um, so, so, yeah, don't get this all confused. So basically, in New Jersey, um, there is Barron Point, which is like a relatively rural area. And then there's Leeds, which is like a town that's kind of adjacent to that and it's all close it's all kind of the same thing okay. within Leeds there was a family with the surname Leeds not related at all to the town they didn't like found the town or anything okay um and according to the article like the article thinks that mother Leeds uh it was actually a real like historical person that did exist called Deborah Leeds and the reason they the article they claims to be able to confirm this is because Deborah Leeds the real person had a husband called um Jaffet Leeds and they had 12 children um in the seven in the in the 1700s now according to legend like the baby was given birth in the 1200s so this is but but also there's no record of the Jersey Devil or stories about it until the 17 and 1800s so people think like you know which which makes more sense basically like how come there is nothing about the devil no sightings for 500 years um so people think that really it re- it really did just get started in the 1800s, 1700s, but the urban legend tried to make it more mystical by like elongating the time that it's existed uh, falsely. So pretty much um, in the town of Leeds lived the Leeds family, and that is one um, that's one version of the truth for why this phenomenon exists basically that there was a family and they had 12 children so like this must have been where the idea was drawn from but the article actually doesn't go into detail about why this family would like spur such a history besides the fact that they just had 12 children like so what um so then it, there's another theory the other theory is that benjamin franklin had a rival and his name was daniel leeds i'm also trying to like remember a lot of this because i have notes but they're not like extensive so i just want to make sure that i get it right sorry but basically um benjamin franklin had this rival publisher because you know how benjamin franklin was a writer and he wrote like poor richard's almanac like shout out to apu's history um it was a very popular book, but he had a um, a rival publisher, and his name was Daniel Leeds. And um, Daniel Leeds was described often by people as the Leeds devil um, because he was basically a mean fucker. Um, now, much like the Mother Leeds myth, the one that I t- t- told you about earlier, Daniel Leeds' third wife <laughs> had actually given birth to nine children herself, which is also a lot of kids even for the time. There was basically like a lot of political tension at the time, and Daniel Leeds was in the middle of that for some reason. It's a lot of detail and a lot of speculation and a lot of kind of 
assumption as to how this person and the history of the time connects to the existence of the Jersey Devil, but really, it's not super important to go into it because if you like truly believe this, then like there really is no point in talking about the devil because then this completely discredits its existence and basically it just mm. it just draws the Jersey Devil as it was just basically people like. I don't know, drawing on a metaphor to describe like the tension of their times. I don't know, some thing like that. I thought I'd bring it up because it is like seemingly, according to this article, like a substantial part of right. the story and it need be brought up. But I do believe in the sightings, so this is really kind of inconsequential to me in the end. You know, like I have to I have to draw over it and I have to like kind of ignore it, I guess. But not ignore it so much that I don't like acknowledge it because I think that's only fair. But basically that's where people think like it actually came from. The devil never existed. It's just something that people like brewed up and and, like in their imaginations. And it was actually like a political statement, but like, I don't know, people generations over like maybe didn't get that. And they actually thought like in their early 1900s that there actually had been a Jersey devil in the 1700s because they can read political satire correctly. Like it's intricate. I mean, I'll, I just want you to know that until I was like 18 years old, I thought that a mountain lion was a goat. because <laughs> No one had explained to me that otherwise. Like I just, I remember being like, Oh, a mountain lion's a goat. We just called a lion for some reason. So I I I believe people are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> uh, oh my god! Have I ever told you? Okay, tangent. Have I ever told you the lemon and lime story that I have? Uh, um, no. Okay. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. So for the listeners who haven't figured it out yet, by my fast speech and my accent i am originally from mexico and when i was growing up um to me like over there we have things called mexican lemons and a mexican lemon is small and round and green green like uh lime is you know what a lime is right Mm -hmm. okay so i in my head didn't know what a lime was until literally like last year (laughs) (laughs) and this is why this is why it's because um growing up this like this little green lemon because that's what i call it which apparently according to um according to a friend who's american uh is actually a lime to me the longest time this thing was lemon and then when i moved to the states um i realized that it was a lime and i realized that things that i thought were limes were actually lemons to me in my head for the longest time i thought limes are yellow therefore like the yellow balls are limes turns out those were lemons and the green ones which i thought were lemons were limes so oh man fucking dumb (laughs) what a world to live in i know (laughs) now in my defense like I, there's technically three different fruits that are being talked about. The, the Mexican lemon, which Mexicans mistakenly call lemons. It's technically a lime, a small lime. Then there's your regular lime, like the big ones that you that you see in American stores. Like to you, a lime is the same size as a lemon, roughly, right? Mm-hmm. Right, except they're green. That's the only difference. Uh, and then there's a third fruit that's being talked about, which is the lemon, which is the yellow thing you know not to like detract too much from the jersey devil but like can we talk about how lime makes everything taste delicious (laughs) like what is that honestly (laughs) yes um sprite hello sponsor us um but anyway yeah yeah, that was my little thing like but but again like you know like (laughs) 
<laughs> I appreciate it. That's fascinating. <laughs> In my defense, a lot of fucking fruits to learn and too little time. So, um, back to the Jersey Devil. Okay, <laughs> encounters. So, according to legend, this is one of the one. This is one of the bigger encounters. Um, uh, according to legend, while visiting a, the New Jersey area to inspect um, like a factory, uh, a Commodore Stephen Decatur sighted a quote unquote flying creature and fired a cannonball directly upon it to no effect. My so, goodness! <laughs> apparently, this was a testimony that was given to the authorities, and the guy was obviously shook because he threw a cannonball at the thing and it did not die. So I'd be too. You like, ugh, what is such a reaction? Like, it's not like he like threw a rock. He threw a cannonball. I know. I know. The, the, the Jersey devil or the devil of Leeds um, would also be sported, uh, po- spotted, sorry, near the pine barrens a lot, which makes sense. People allege that, alleged that that's where it comes from according to the local populace um this is an interesting testimony that i wanted to include in this um this is so quote unquote whenever he went near it and this was a man who was talking about like one of his friends that approached the devil so whenever the man went near it uh the devil would give a most unearthly yell that frightened the dogs it whipped at every dog on the place. That thing, said the guy, is not a bird nor an animal, but it is the Leeds devil. So, there's that. Um, he then says, I never saw the horrible critter myself, but I can remember well when it was roaming around in Evesham, which is an area, an area within that area as well, within those woods 50 years ago and when it was hunted by men and dogs and shot at by the best marksmen there were in all South Jersey but could not be killed. Hmm, that's creepy. Yeah, so whatever this thing is, it's apparently invincible. More encounters. This was an interesting one. So Joseph Bonaparte, the elder brother of Napoleon Bonaparte, he claimed to have seen the Jersey Devil as well while hunting in his estate. Apparently he had an estate in the area uh, during um, 1840. Uh, so in 1840, Napoleon's brother claims he saw the Jersey Devil. So interesting that. Um, then in 1840, the devil was blamed for several livestock killings um, that shook the people of the area. And uh, the year after that, people were complaining about weird tracks on the ground and screams they'd hear in the middle of the night. In the same area during 1925, so now we're in the 20th century, and there's still sightings. A local farmer shot an animal that tried to seal his chickens and then photographed the animal with a 1925 camera, which honestly, like, wow, okay. Uh, a farmer had a camera. But, uh, I, I, yeah, I mean, I was kind of surprised. But anyway, apparently he did. He photographed the thing that tried to kill his chickens. He didn't, like, I don't know if he just, like, left the corpse there. <laughs> Um, or, or, or if he actually was able to kill the Jersey Devil, I'm guessing not, obviously. But he was somehow able to take a picture of it without the thing flying away, and he showed it to his friends. And a hundred people, according to him, could not identify what it was. Huh. And finally, another one that I'll talk about is that in 1937, an unknown animal with quote unquote red eyes was seen by the residents of Downingtown, Pennsylvania. So now it's outside of Jersey, um, and was compared to the Jersey Devil. And people said that it looked like a monster. So there's that. Um, what do you make of this so far? Well, honestly, what I'm thinking about is how this creature compares to a lot of other creatures I've heard about. And like uh, cryptids, obviously. But I don't know if there's anyone listening to the last podcast on the left. But 
they just covered Skinwalker Ranch and everything you're talking about, like it sounds like a creature from there, not Skinwalker, but mm. um, there was cattle mutilations on this ranch, right? And like this, this big, dark, like beast-like animal, like tried to like kill the cows or whatever in front of the farmers and stuff. And like, I just think that's really interesting. Like that could be similar, but this happened in Utah. And then also like what I'm covering later on, there's also glowing red eyes. So, yeah. Ooh, okay, okay, we like. Um, okay, now, the sightings of 1909. So this in itself is a whole different section because 1909, shit fucking went off. Um, okay, so what happens in 1909? Even the most skeptical researchers, according to the article, like, cannot, like, cannot say that this didn't contain some elements of the bizarre because it really was pretty unexplainable. So hmm. during the month of January of 1909, a lot of people in Pennsylvania and uh, like close to the New Jersey, Pennsylvania border. So, but mostly Pennsylvania, they claimed that they um, saw the Jersey devil. One specific instance is a family that claimed that in a night in middle of January of 1909, they awoke around 2 a.m. in the morning and they heard a quote-unquote eerie, almost supernatural sound coming from the direction of the Delaware River. Mm. So, the family man looks out the window and sees what looked to be a quote-unquote large crane that was flying diagonally and emitting a curious glow. Huh. According to him, the creature had a long neck that was thrust forward in flight. It had thin wings and weird long back legs and shorter ones in the front. According to the man, the creature let out a combination of a squawk and a whistle, which I just wonder <laughs> what that sounds like, and then disappeared into the fucking darkness. So, puzzle me that. I mean, maybe it was a big bird. Um, <laughs> maybe it was a big bird, but maybe it wasn't a big bird. And here's why. The sightings continued, <laughs> and then on January 19th, 1909, Mr. and Mrs. Nelson Evans, another couple, another family, were awakened in the early morning by the sound of a large animal on the roof of their shed. They described it as, quote-unquote, about three and a half feet high with a face like a collie and a head like a horse. It had a long neck, wings about two feet long, and its back legs were like those of a crane. So, again, consistency. Those of a crane, and it had horse's hooves. It walked on its back legs and held up two short front legs with paws on them. Bitch, what kind of bird is that? Three and a half feet tall? That's like <laughs> the size of a small child. Yeah, I know. For some reason, I thought the Jersey Devil would be like the size of a person. No, no, it, it's it's smaller, but still oh. not, not small enough to be like even a big eagle. Oh, okay, but I mean, what if it was just like a pterodactyl that got sucked through a time warp? That's still pretty freaky, though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I love this one. One afternoon that same week, that the week of January nineteenth, nineteen oh nine, a Mrs. J. H. White was taking clothes off her line when she noticed a strange creature huddled in the corner of her yard. Oh, so like she screams and she faints. <laughs> so she didn't actually see a lot. <laughs> but then her husband runs out. Um, he runs out the back door and he finds his wife on the ground and the devil close by, quote unquote, spurting flames. <laughs> he chases the monster with a clothesline prop and then the monster leaps over the fence and they can't catch it. So. Wow, it's like a dragon. <laughs> it's like a yeah. dog-faced dragon. 
Um, yeah, so, I mean, the, you know, the, the devil portion fits, since it spits fire, apparently. Um, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. 1909 was full of sightings. Um, I guess the last one I'll mention is that a short time after that, so around uh, February of that same year, uh, the creature struck again. Um, this time, it attacked a dog belonging to a local woman, and when she heard the cry of her dog, she ran outside and... She drove the devil away with a broom. I love that. <laughs> um, so, like again, this is not something that like people like see from afar, and it's just kind of creepy. And then it just like, like I don't know, like walks away, or, and like people have actually like physically interacted with this thing. Apparently, like hit it with a broom. Yeah. Um. So it's more like a. I mean, I would hit it with a broom. I would hit it so many times. Yeah, honestly, it's it, it's more of a it's more of a to me. It sounds like more of an invincible animal than it does like a mystical like mm-hmm. multi-dimensional creature you know what i mean it's much more earthly um which i guess makes sense if it was actually given birth to by a fucking witch on earth <laughs> um, so uh yeah so again attacked it with a broom and the devil fled but not before tearing a chunk of flesh from the dog oh, no. which is so fucking sad and then she called the police but by the time they um police came there was nothing what there was though was a hundred uh people crowd um around the house because i guess news flies in 1909 pennsylvania (laughs) the town crier (laughs) and everyone had like guns with them it was like a whole thing some people claimed they saw the thing like fly away um people in like in that like like mosh pit crowd and they, they try to shoot it but nothing happened so there's that it was a crazy fucking year for Pennsylvania. So have there been no sightings in this century? There were no sightings in this article. However, I did read other, shall I say, less repeatable sources. Not that this is super repeatable, but like this article is written fairly academically and the other ones seem much more like, I don't know, like blog posts. Mm-hmm. So different. Uh, of people who and there's a plethora of these of people who claim to have seen it and these are recent posts obviously they were posted onto the internet um now it could just be that this article is not updated or it could be that this article did not include these signings because there's not enough evidence to i don't know to like even prove that this person like even filed a police report or like i don't know like this could really could just be someone like deciding i'm just gonna post some shit on the internet you know what i mean like at least these other sightings like the article speaks of them because there are um there are police files that can confirm that at least the person really thinks they saw this because they actually called the police and they actually gave a testimony so it's different um so to answer your question I suppose, yes, but I didn't really go into those because they're much more hard to verify, if you want to call it that. But people, yeah, mm-hmm. people claim all the time that they still see it. And these are recent, recent posts. So in both Pennsylvania and New Jersey, and apparently it's traveled south, too. Okay, okay. Well, what do we think? What do we, what do we, what do we assume on this one? Um... <laughs> <laughs> I... I... I want to think that it's all real, but I don't, I I can't help but think that these townspeople were just bored. Yeah. (laughs) Like, um, 
like the story the stories are much more fantastical and much more narrative style almost like fiction than things like i don't know like have you ever he heard a person like describe seeing like bigfoot bigfoot oh my god bigfoot honestly i'm hungry no but bigfoot i don't know the, the stories are oddly specific and kind of weird and you can't make that shit up but this is different like the stories maybe it's just i don't know the narrative side of the article but it feels like the stories that these townspeople gave the testimonies all feel kind of fictiony to me i don't know um yeah I, I don't know like but it's the same thing as something else that i touched on with you before about something that you were talking about i think it must have been the um oh no i actually think it was my own case the amenable case a couple of episodes ago i said that um about the Amityville case, you know, there were books about it. That maybe the second book that was published about it by the family, that maybe it was just a cash grab. But that that didn't make me think that the story itself, like even even like the most element, the most um, elemental aspects of it, weren't true. And and, it, and this mm -hmm. is similar. I think that the Jersey Devil does exist. I'm gonna say that. I don't know that it exactly looks like this or that it is necessarily invisible or what exactly it does. Like I said, how to kill people, just livestock, what it's its purpose. I also don't claim to believe the origin story, which is just fantastical. Um, <laughs> but I do think that it exists or at least something very similar to it exists. And that's still paranormal. That's still not normal. So I'm still like my... My spooky bone is still satisfied, you know? Okay, so you're um, saying it's definitely a creature of non-earthly origin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But people must have blown it out of proportion, and their testimonies make me feel that way. Yeah, yeah, I agree. They were a little bit extra, I guess, is the... Uh, yeah, I also didn't reach all of them, so, like, trust me that some of them were... I, and I don't say this often, but some of them sounded like they just wanted the attention. Um, yeah. I, it's... It, don't ask me how I got that from just text. It's not like I heard these as recordings or anything, but you can read that. I don't know. Well, also, it's like the 17, 1800s. Like, if I'm, like, out there and I see, like, this, like, duck or, like, a goose. Let's say I see a goose <laughs> and I faint because I think it's something else and my husband runs out. I'm going to be embarrassed. So I'm going to be like, no, it wasn't a goose. You're going to lie. You're going to say it was a dragon. It was a dragon with a dog head. And you're going to make me look like I'm not just a little wuss. <laughs> like... That's I don't know. I guess the last thing I'll mention is that this devil folklore remains very, very popular in the New Jersey area. I mean, how could it not? New Jersey ends, if that's what you call them, don't really have a lot to do besides watch what, like Jersey Shore. Um, honestly, dated joke, but whatever. Uh, and and here is why it stays. You know, it stays relevant because there is a group called the Devil Hunters, and this is like current, right? Um, they refer to themselves as "quote unquote" official researchers of the Jersey Devil, and they devote their time to collecting reports and visiting historic sites and going on nocturnal hunts. Wink, wink, Shannon, in the fine <laughs> barrens, so that that area, in order to "quote unquote" find proof that the Jersey Devil does in fact exist. Honestly, I commend these guys. I I support them. They're going out. There, they're doing the hard work no one else wants to do, you know. Honestly, like whatever you want to believe about the devil on Saul, the fact that these guys like devote like actual time to this, like it just shows a kind of like real cause. I just love that. I love that. Right. Like, um, why in the world are we devoting time to talking about this? What's wrong with us? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, if anything, we should, you know, we should be proud of ourselves too. Like, we, uh, we're, we're contributing to the spooky cause, to the, um, uh, 
I don't know, to the outcast belief that shit like this can exist. So kudos to this <laughs> podcast, I suppose. Uh, we are in our own ways the devil hunters, except we won't actually put like skin in the game because fuck that. And I'm not getting spooked and I'm not getting haunted. Thank you. Um, <laughs> now, <laughs> due in part to its isolated nature, the, the Pine Barrens, this area in New Jersey, have encouraged various folk legends. And the article speaks of a couple of them, and they're all actually related to the Jersey Devil, and I found these so amusing. So apart from the devil himself, there are other legends associated with the area, again, and these are supernatural creatures mm. and ghosts that are said to haunt the Pine Forest of New Jersey. And these include, this one's my favorite, um, the ghost of the pirate Captain Kid. And it's my favorite because initially I thought it was going to be a kid pirate. I was wrong, but that's how I read it. Who <laughs> um, supposedly buried treasure in the area and is sometimes seen in the company of the devil, of the Jersey Devil. So apparently their butts. Jersey Devil doesn't just roam the forest forever alone. He has a friend. I'm happy for him. Um, there's also the ghost of the Black Doctor, who was a an, Afri- an African-American doctor who died like centuries ago. And um, he apparently was like forbidden from practicing medicine due to his race. So he entered the Pine Barrens uh, to practice medicine in like the woods. And then like, I guess he's like a man, witch. anyway, he died and now he's a ghost and he still lives in the woods. Um, so he joined the gang and apparently he hangs out with the devil and the pirate as well. And then <laughs> uh, <laughs> what do you think they do? Do they like play mahjong? No, I honestly just picture them like sitting around a fire, drinking and singing songs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Finally, there is um, which where was oh yeah this one's good yeah 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 so uh the ghost of the black dog uh, no a lot of black dog ghosts like traditionally are like bad omens but this specific black dog is usually portrayed as harmless actually uh and like as benevolent then there's the ghost of the golden haired girl which is just a blonde girl basically who is said to be staring out into the sea dressed in white mourning the loss of her lover at sea so again the game keeps growing it's fucking like the avengers <laughs> then there's a white stag which is a ghostly white deer set to rescue travelers in the barrens from danger according to the article so it's, it's like a Harry whole Potter, what's happening gang. Yes, basically. That's all the people. But then there's one more thing. There's another thing that adds, adds to the folklore. It's not a it's not a an entity, but it is a thing. There's also folktales concerning the blue hole. So the blue hole the article doesn't really go much in depth about it, and I didn't really bother <laughs> researching it more because I didn't think it was very consequential. But apparently it is an unusually clear blue and rounded body of water located in the barrens. Um, and it's somehow associated with the Jersey Devil. Maybe that's where he bathes. So is it a lake? I, small though, like unusually small. <laughs> is it a ghost unusually, lake? Yeah, that's where they all bathe. They have their skinny dipping parties there. Um, the, the ghost and the kid <laughs> and the doctor and the devil and the fucking pirate. And yeah, the dog. And the dog. <laughs> um, but yeah, apparently, it's unusually round and unusually small and unusually deep. So almost like a um, what's it called? What's that called? Uh, a well in the ground. Like oh. a well that the earth made, which is bizarre. Interesting. Um, honestly, I just wanted to mention all that because it's fun, but I don't know how actually like <laughs> important it is to like the Jersey Devil himself. But anyway, that is my story. That's what I think of the devil. Um, yeah. What's up? Well, I do. I've been thinking about this for about 25 minutes now, so I'm just going to lay it out there. So, when you heard the motto, when life gives you lemons, did you picture limes? Oh my god. 
Okay, so what you call a lime is the green yes. thing that is the same size of a ye- as yes, a yellow lemon, a green right? Green fruit. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, but no. <laughs> like, here's the thing, Shannon. Like, remember, like, to me, for before I moved to the states, right, which was like for 13 years of my life, a lemon was a Mexican lemon, which again is technically a lime, but we call it we call it according to science but we call it a lemon we call it mexican lemon and it is the same color as your lime but smaller and rounder and to me that was a lemon for for the biggest for the longest time then i moved to the states they don't sell those here but they do sell limes and i thought oh well this is just (laughs) a big lemon (laughs) it's the same color it it tastes the same so it's basically a big version of the mexican lemon and i'll eat it because it's familiar to me and because i thought that by proxy of course i thought that the yellow thing must be a lime because something has to be the lime right there you yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm taking that as a yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Me, green West Lemon, because I was fucking dumb. And there you go. All right. Awesome. I feel, I feel good about this. This is, this is good to know. <laughs> um, you know, I found that all really interesting. I have heard of the Jersey Devil before. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't know it was quite this outlandish, though. For some reason, I thought maybe this one held more ground. I don't know. I thought maybe they were more modern. I don't know. Girl, I thought so too. <laughs> and then I researched it and I was like, honestly, I'm too deep in this hole, in this blue Ooh. hole to get out of it. So I'm just going right. to talk about yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think I had a similar level of disappointment when I finished researching mine, where I was like, I don't think this is real at all, <laughs> which is kind of sad. Like, it's always sad when you reach <laughs> that conclusion because you want it so badly to be arguable just for the sake of fun. I mean... I- a little. But again, I, I don't think it's completely false. I, I must reiterate that. I think that this was born from a kernel of truth. People just like people just like to blow things up though. I think they saw a big giant bird. I think I think that's what I think you're wrong. No. I'm not saying no it's not a supernatural bird. I'm just saying it was a big bird. Oh well in that case, yeah. As <laughs> long as you as long as you give me the fact that it's supernatural, you can say I whatever you want. Genuinely, I am more inclined to believe in the Jersey Devil if the backstory was true. Because I think that a witch birthing the Antichrist into a winged goat sounds freaking awesome. So I if I'm gonna <laughs> believe in something strange, I'm gonna believe all the way. I can't I can't remove that from the mythos, I guess. I mean, if you're gonna believe all of that, yeah. <laughs> Then, if you're gonna believe all the sightings, then regarding if you're gonna believe all the sightings, then yeah, I would go with the crazier origin story rather than the normal one. I totally go with the witch fuck the devil. Are you kidding me? Oh yeah, I mean, are you gonna say no? Like it's the devil. Like he might try and kill you or something. (laughs) (laughs) Also, what if he's devilishly handsome? Like honestly, isn't the devil like a shapeshifter or something? Ooh, he like shapeshifts to your perfect. I know. Can you imagine? Like this witch saw like Liam Hemsworth in the 1200s and was like, "It's all about Chris Get out of here with that!" (laughs) Then the (laughs) fucking like demon baby is born. She's like, "Honestly, (laughs) but also your cursed baby. Fuck you. It's your fault, baby." Like, it's so sad. um, I know. All right, are you ready? Okay, I am ready. All right, so I am talking about the Mothman, as you are aware. 
Um, oh, I am aware, but I'm still excited. I'm faking that. Uh, so I actually had never really heard of the Mothman before. I'd probably heard of it in passing, but I've never done any research or read about the Mothman. Um, kind of excited because mm. it does seem kind of like a superhero name. He is not a superhero. He's not. Um, <laughs> and this one isn't really a big story. There isn't really an origin story for this guy. Um, yeah, so let's just dive on in. Okay, so to clarify, you're not talking about the Ant-Man, I'm right? not talking about Ant-Man, although he is a beautiful, beautiful man. Why does Paul Rudd not age? I want him. If he's listening, are you are you married? Are you single? I don't care. I'm waiting for you, Paul. Chris Hemsworth who? Yeah, Chris Hemsworth who? No thanks. Okay, I've ahead. seen Clueless. <laughs> Alright, so on November 12th, 1966, five men digging a grave in a cemetery near Clendon... West Virginia claimed to see a man-like figure fly low from the trees over their heads. So, I mean, it's creepy enough that you're, like, digging a grave in a cemetery, but you see something flying overhead that is apparently man-sized. That's a little weird. And in all these, like, eyewitness accounts, because this is what the Mothman is based upon, it's always described the same. It's it's, it's, It's always at night, too, so you have that to fall back on well it's not very clear but it's a man-like figure mm. it's got the legs but it's also got this big wingspan and it's well shannon maybe it's a maybe bird it's right? a big bird that's what we keep them back to <laughs> no also <laughs> it they they are this one this is the first sighting but in later sightings it's always described as having red glowing eyes so that's kind of mm. creepy um <clears throat> So the next one was actually only three days later, and this is still the 1960s. So two couples um, from Point Pleasant, West Virginia, were hanging out in their car, you know, doing whatever two couples do. I don't know. It's the 60s. (laughs) So Roger and Linda Scorberry and Steve and Mary Malote told police, they told police, this is testimony, that they saw a large gray creature whose eyes glowed red when flashed with their car headlights. So this was flying, like, like following their car, and it had a 10-feet wingspan. I don't know how long oh. it was following their car, but, I mean, they called mm. the police, so they were obviously kind of scared. Um, later on, two firemen said that they saw it, and they said it looked like a large bird with red eyes. Um, a man named Newell Partridge, he was a contractor, he aimed a flashlight at the creature, and its eyes glowed. He said it glowed like bicycle reflectors. He was actually kind of intense about this. He he blamed mm. buzzing noises from his TV on this creature. He blamed the disappearance of his German Shepherd on this creature. I'm not sure if he had any proof, but <laughs> this creature was apparently ruining Newell's life. Um, and then, so at the <laughs> West Virginia University, there was a wildlife biologist named dr robert l smith he said that it sounded just like the sandhill crane an american bird and it has a seven foot wingspan it's as tall as a man and it has red around its eyes and so that just the skeptic in me was like okay this is not a mothman this is a bird (laughs) it's a bird guys but i mean i'm not gonna say those people were wrong you know maybe they did see a, a cryptid i don't know And so, I guess it's just if you want to believe that, but it's, it's, I think the Mothman has survived so long 
as like this cryptid creature in history because people started to attribute it as kind of an omen, I guess. So in 1967, this is a year after all the sightings, Mm -hmm. there was a collapse of a bridge called the Silver Bridge in West Mm, Virginia. Yes, I've heard about this. Yeah. Yeah. 46 people died. More were injured. And people just kind of created this urban legend that the Mothman was responsible. I'm not sure how the Mothman would cause this bridge to collapse. (laughs) That's kind of like the biggest wrench in it for me. I'm like, unless he has like supernatural powers, he like caused an earthquake or something or. Well, I've heard, I've heard that the Mothman predicts disaster. So he's actually a benevolent being. He's just kind of misunderstood, misunderstood being interesting, but not that he caused the disasters. That's what I've. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's fascinating. So the other way it's kind of connected is a bunch of ufologists have seen or claim that the Mothman sightings foreshadow events such as bombings and stuff. And so every time someone claims to see the Mothman, something bad will happen. I guess what you're saying, it could be. Yeah, yeah, basically. That's something that he shows up to like warn people, I guess. I guess. But what is the warning if people are still going to die? You know what I mean? I mean, but like we go back to like episode whatever about the like the what is it the premonitions and like what's the point of them and remember we oh, talked yeah, about yeah. this the ESP. um so so like maybe it's just and, and, and what you said was basically like maybe there is no purpose maybe it's just like a glitch in the matrix that these people are able to see their deaths but that doesn't mean they can do anything about it well maybe the mothman is like a physical representation of a glitch what if he's death Ooh, shook what if he's death oh my gosh death is a fucking so... bird guys <laughs> And also, what if what if the Mothman and the Jersey Devil are the same? Because it, the red eyes, that was something that you had brought up, too. Uh, I mean, does it also have a horse head and hooves and fucking bad wings? <laughs> well, they didn't get up close. That's the difference, and that's what made this so difficult, is, like, it was not very good descriptions. And I was just like, really? Um, and then, like, a lot of the Mothman stuff was popularized through, like, fiction books and, like, movies where it's, like... I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just I feel like Bigfoot has a lot more to share with the world. I think he's a lot more interesting. I just I don't think I buy the Mothman, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah, and that's pretty much all I got because there wasn't that much information. But I do think that it's interesting. I mean, I mean, why? Like, I'm sure because you're saying like the reason it was really popularized is because of the books and the movies, but I'm sure that those books and movies must have been based on a number of accounts. So I don't know. Like, but if it was, why isn't there more specific information on what he looks like? There's like, there's like cryptid websites where they like, kind of like say like, Oh, it just looks like a man with a beak maybe, you know? And like, it's just like, well, where did you hear that? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Maybe because the thing is really good at hiding. Like, after all, apparently it has moth-like qualities. Maybe he covers its face with his wings. Who knows? Um, Maybe he's out there eating people's laundry because, like, fabric. They eat it. Maybe. Honestly. No, but I feel like I feel like there was more to the story because um, I have heard, again, like, like I mentioned, that apparently he shows up in places before, like, disasters happen. So, to me, like, okay, okay, let's say it's a bird, okay? But if people see the same big ass bird before disasters happen in specific places, that's still eerie. That's still 
something. So, you know, forget the fact that you can't really, like, see much detail about the Mothman. It doesn't matter. Let's say it's a fucking bird. But this, isn't that still weird that this weird bird somehow knows that shit's gonna happen? So it shows up there and just flies for a couple of hours above, like, a bridge that's about to collapse or some shit? Like, that's mm. bizarre. Who's telling that bird to do that? So, that's, <laughs> there's still something not normal here. Um, I don't think, though, I don't think that they, anyone saw him at the bridge, which is why I didn't really... There is there is a picture, Shannon. I oh no, no, I know. I there was a picture. Yeah, someone said that was actually not necessarily disproven, but they were like, "Oh, that's an owl carrying prey." So I didn't bring it up because it was pretty um, not incriminating to me. But <laughs> girl, you should have brought that up because I would have been like, "Whoever said that? <laughs> fuck you!" I've seen that picture. It's not a fucking owl. Um, but, I mean, I understand you wanted to make your argument seem more credible, but you already admitted yourself that you don't really believe in the Mothman, so, like, might as well bring it into the discussion. Uh, that I just photo... Don't buy it. I, I just... If it's gonna be dark, and <laughs> obviously, like, st- I don't know. It's, like, it's that same concept of, like, you look at your shadow with a backpack on, and it looks like a creature because your backpack, but it's not, you know? Like... I, uh, I mean, I suppose... I mean, this is very possible, right? And it is with any creature, really. I mean, it's it's with the Jersey Devil, too. It's possible with this thing, too. It's possible that there was one account, let's say, like, one of the first ones, maybe. Um, the, the people, the two teenagers who were, like, chased by a car. Uh, sorry, chased in their car by the thing. Um, let's say that that was real, but it wasn't actually, like, a supernatural thing, but they were super spooked, and people then just, like, blew it out of proportion and started making up stories. That's totally possible. But I guess, like, especially with things like like this that have a lot of accounts, which I'm which I'm guessing that like Mothman has a lot of accounts. To me, it comes down to like, yes, people lie, people can lie about anything. But honestly, like, do you have the time and why? And does it really give you anything like attention or money? Like, what will be the point of all these people making up all these accounts? Um, I don't know. I know that I'm erring on the side of like trusting in people too much, but like. I mean, seriously, like, answer me that. You know what I mean? I just think that once there's already an urban legend in your mind and you live in the area where it exists, I think you're more prone to think that you see it. Um, Especially if there is giant birds flying around, like, and it's late at night and you can't see that well. Like, maybe that's just the way it is. Like, you know, if you live in Arizona, you're more likely to, like, think you can see a UFO. It's just that sort of thing where I do actually believe in UFOs. But you know what I mean? It's like the culture of the area. So you think it's a it's it's a case of like a psychological groupthink flaw? No, not that it's not real. I think that it's just it's more likely to happen to you if you're willing to believe it. You know, mm. like if you and I both walk into a haunted house, you're more likely to feel something because you're scared. I mean, yeah, I guess I could say that. Yeah, that that, that is true. That's right. Yeah, probably. Um, I don't know. There's just something about this one that I just was like, oh, I don't. I don't know. At least with the Jersey Devil, it's the devil. You know, like, that's fun. That's interesting. But the Mothman, like, why? Why are you a moth? It doesn't make any sense. I was thinking maybe, like, it could just be some dude parasailing. But this is the 60s. Did they do that back then? Like, Falling cars, parasailing. Or maybe that's a glitch in the Matrix. Some dude's parasailing. Suddenly he's in another dimension. He's like, shit, what the fuck, man? It was just daytime. Why is it nighttime? <laughs> I mean, I guess, but to me, the fact that it doesn't have, like, a sad origin story makes it more interesting, not less, because you can you can speculate and go crazy about it, and that's so fun to me, like, just, yeah. you know, like, like, 
drum up all these ideas of like where X or Y could have come from or why it exists. Um, and, 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 you know, if you really want, you could definitely tie this to the devil. Like, what couldn't you tie to the devil if you wanted to? <laughs> um, I don't know. The Jersey uh, devil had friends. Like, that's so cool. Like, he's chilling in a forest. Like, that's, that's some pretty fly stuff. Mothman just, just be <laughs> chewing holes through your blankets and not even attacking anyone. He just follow you around sometimes because <laughs> you got shiny lights on your car. <laughs> oh my god okay i totally i totally forgot this um i remember watching the movie and i watched the mothman prophecies of course and um in the movie they talk about something and then i read about the movie after i watched the movie and apparently this thing that they talk about in the movie is actually something that was in people's accounts so some people if i remember correctly um believe that the mothman is connected to um the greening man so <laughs> i don't know if you saw this when you were doing your research but um the greening man is another supernatural entity also in the same area who grins at those who see him now this could just be a man <laughs> <laughs> but um apparently he like greens too wide or something i don't know um and people think that like apparently some people saw this man like in close proximity to like huh. when they saw the Mothman, and so people think that it's connected. And people who think, and people, the people who who like believe in the Grinning Man think he's an alien. So like by proxy, they think that if like the Grinning Man and the Mothman are friends, then the Mothman must also be some sort of alien. So there's that. <laughs> one thing, one other thing that I did want to mention um, about the the Mothman that I personally know about. Well, not personally because I've seen him, but because I. I knew about this topic before you brought it up was that people um, claim to be like confused and experience like extreme fear and psychological distress that will last for months. And for some people, it even led them to like become insane um, after seeing mm. the Mothman. So not just like regular PTSD from experiencing something traumatic, like uh, an alleged supernatural event, but a more like persistent, I feel like I'm going crazy for no reason kind of thing interesting so i didn't see that there's um, that that actually that that kind of falls in line with the um prophecies because mm -hmm. if you i don't know i guess in my mind if you see something that's forewarning something bad and you go crazy because maybe you weren't supposed to see it you know i mean i don't know that makes sense yeah i suppose um but i did want to bring that up because I, when i read that i i did think it sounded a lot a little more intense than just your regular ptsd like i said um yeah. i know that the fucking where was the what state was this in this was in west virginia okay so the west virginians have a statue of the mothman did you know that <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah they do um they have, they have a statue somewhere in there uh I, I know i've seen it before um so you know real or not it's definitely become part of the folklore and like at that point it, it's almost like it is real like it's i don't know i don't know it's just like if it's so into their culture that they're gonna put up a statue of it who isn't gonna believe that in the area like who isn't gonna believe that it's real right like, i don't know and if they already believe it like you said then they might make themselves think that they're seeing things that they're not so 
and and really in 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 the at the end of the day like what is reality but what you think reality is especially if everyone around you and your community only reinforces that version of reality humans are a weird fucking species yeah they are and also we have drones now have you seen those like halloween decorations where you like put a ghost on a drone and you fly it around yes <laughs> yes i mean i am just oh a prankster by nature so if i could ever get away with starting an urban legend i absolutely would but I know not everyone. Shannon, like that. let's fly a fucking let's fly a fucking drone. <laughs> Can <Halloween>. we? <laughs> <laughs> you will make it happen. I don't <sighs> care how. Oh man, Halloween like in Southern California would be great. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. So you don't believe in the Mothman, but you do kind of believe in the Jersey Devil. I kind of do too, and I. Do believe in the Mothman, but also, like, what's new? <laughs> yeah, I think for um, me, the Mothman was just, like, people... It felt like reaching to me. Like, they were just reaching to make it connect to something. Whereas the Jersey Devil, he comes and he fucks shit up, which I kind of appreciate more. I feel like that's more tangible. If you fire a cannonball at something and it doesn't die, I find that more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um. Uh, well, that's what we have. We did not do Bigfoot and, like the yeti because we thought those were like too cliche um but that didn't make like these any more believable it seems like but it was still like an interesting experiment i guess cryptics are a lot do harder you... go ahead do you believe in the bigfoot the bigfoot i man? actually i'm conflicted like i would say no if i had to pick a side but there's this one um there's this one piece of quote-unquote evidence that I just, like, can't shake. There's this 911... Is it the video? No, 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 but no, the video. A 911 call that I heard, like, mm-hmm. years ago. Um, it was this man, like, calling 911 and saying that there was this, like, big thing or animal or man outside in his yard like staring at him and it was, like, at least seven and a half feet tall. Oh, God. And it was this, like country man like a ranger and like he, i don't know he just didn't sound like the kind of person that would be looking for attention he sounded like just your regular middle-aged like dude um was like like this big ass man is in my yard and he's like at least seven and a half feet tall and he's just staring at me and then he and he you know this sounds like 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 a i don't know like a strong manly man but then you can hear like a whimper oh. in his voice and that was like i don't know that was like a lot for me i was like oh my god like what the i like to be a fly on that wall, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because this is like audio only, and and the operator is like, is this man Hispanic, black, like, and he's like, uh, well, it's black, black, I guess, but like black fur, and I'm like, oh. bitch. <laughs> um. So to me, that and you need to really hear it with your own ears to really just get that sense of eeriness, because boy, like you can't shake that. Um. I don't know. I don't. It's just when you hear it, like from that person's mouth, it's it's hard to be like they're lying because they'd be one damn good actor. Um, because you you can hear the fear, you know. So, so to me, that's why I'm conflicted. But like, because that's the only thing that I that, that I've seen that's convinced me at all. I still lean towards no. I don't. I do in believe in Bigfoot. It's my brother-in-law. He is really hairy and he's almost seven feet tall. <laughs> he is in Washington. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
um, no, but seriously, that video is, it's actually wh- been checked by people, and the the Bigfoot walking, it's like a famous video, you can, obviously, I think everyone has an image of it in their mind, but... I, I've seen it, but I always think it's a guy in No, a no, it's, it, that's a perfectly reasonable assumption to make, however, it's the walking that proves that it isn't, his, his joints don't move right, it's a, it's, I guess, like, um, I don't know what you'd call them, athletic doctors have looked at it, and they've, like, passed it, and it's not how a man would walk basically so it's mm. i mean we could look into that sometime but it's it's pretty weird honestly yeah we might do a whole episode on just that one because this i mean bigfoot is just big 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 like there's He's a lot daddy. of stuff on it and we could both cover it <laughs> he is big daddy um but uh I mean, but the thing about Bigfoot, though, I guess now we're really just jumping into the Bigfoot episode. But the last thing I'll say is that um, even if Bigfoot was, like, real, from what I've heard, it wouldn't necessarily be, like, paranormal as much as do, as, as much as it would just be supernatural, which are two different things. Uh, in the sense that if it is real, people who think it's real actually just think that it's, like, an mm-hmm. extinct type of, like, primate, which would be, like, super natural and like super impressive if that was the case because it would be like like the last living specimen also how has it lived this long like you're supposed to be extinct but it wouldn't necessarily be like paranormal like dimensional shit right we also probably shouldn't talk or cover him because it's not really scary like I feel like he's probably a decent dude <laughs> um <laughs> yeah maybe you're right yes maybe not I was also gonna mention the yeti because to me basically it's basically like like snow bigfoot <laughs> like i don't really see yeah. much of a difference um i also don't believe in that one but i think it's particularly interesting i mean there are a lot of nomad cultures across like history that i've talked about it especially people who live like up north in the cold um maybe it's just like a boogeyman they made up for the children or maybe it is real <laughs> you know what's funny to me is that you're just like oh i don't believe in this large primate living in the woods but i'll believe in this fire spitting goat headed oh dragon oh my god <laughs> i believe it <laughs> honestly it could just be the crazy shit effect like it could just be to me that it's such a thing that like it's you you can't make up that which i guess technically you can but like it's just unbelievable to me that i'm almost drawn to be like that has to be something fuck um <laughs> that's so funny it's like opposite like understandings because mine is always if it it's it's usually the simplest answer but you're just like yeah. no, no no it's complicated <laughs> Yeah, I mean, don't you know I'm a crazy person and, like, I'm not rational? Because obviously a rational person would be like, well, the more complex, the more unlikely. But I'm like, no, if it has three heads and it has bad wings and fucking, Four like, anuses. horse mouth, <laughs> it's real. <laughs> um, you know it was birthed by a witch who fucked the devil. It happened. Andre, Andre, um, you have to be the Jersey Devil for Halloween. Oh, my God. I <laughs> That's a costume. That's one you costume to make. You have to this has to happen that is that that's intricate i have to put like my handcraft like passion (laughs) work spy a horse Um, mask spray paint spray paint it (laughs) give some red eyes honestly i'll try it like hell i don't have any better ideas for halloween so (laughs) honestly you'll be that i'll be that you'll be the fucking mothman good luck (laughs) i can make a great suit i'm sure of it (laughs) Um, catch me on my roof hanging upside down (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's funny all right that was oh, that was a fun this, episode this was fun yeah this was fun <laughs> um uh, guys um uh, to our listeners if you have any suggestions for um next episode's topic 
uh, because we have not picked it in advance, um, do let us know. We are on Twitter. You can find us at Talk Scary. You can also listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts, whether it's TuneIn or Stitcher or Spotify, iTunes, um, Google Play. We are on SoundCloud. You can find us everywhere as Talk Scary, Talk Scary, Scary Talk Podcast. Um, Scary Talk Podcast on podcast platforms and Talk Scary on Twitter. Tell your friends, make it a drinking um, game. Every time one of us argues, take a shot. (laughs) Yes, or every time I say, um, take a shot and you'll die. Um, Oh my God. (laughs) I try to edit out the ums, but sometimes it can't be done, Andre. Andre is self-aware and honestly, like, deal with it, everyone. Like, I'm, I'm at least giving you, like, the hot, hot stories alongside Shannon. You can handle it. I can okay? handle it. Andre is putting his heart and passion into this. He's a true believer. <laughs> I'm just here to... um I don't know. Make sure he doesn't flood handle so we can we can tolerate it. The Jersey Devil is real. I'm a true believer. Shannon really <laughs> is just my therapist. She's just here to make sure that I don't that I don't like go full cuckoo. Um I, I wanna make sure you don't fuck the devil. She just she, exactly, pretty much. Because I like I'm being drawn and drawn to that like more every day from everything that I read. I think she's just <laughs> making sure that whenever I wanna like bring up something unsubstantiated, I just she she just makes sure that I actually have at least like a fucking like like vague idea or reason why I believe it at all because I, I actually am insane. Um, oh no! You know what I just realized? I what? have some good proof to how gullible you are. Oh, one fuck you. Two, I want to hear. I convinced you for two years that two of our friends had dated, <laughs> and they never did. That is true. That did you just bought it, <laughs> and I should have known. I also, I also should have known from like looking at one of the friends, or really looking, at, looking both at, at both of them, that they never dated, and I did not. You were like so into the tension too. You were like, oh no, like this is so awkward. They're like oh, standing right next to each other. Man. I know. I know because they stand next to each other, they talk, they hang out, and I'm like, oh, how can they do that if they're exes? They fucking weren't exes. <laughs> You live for the conspiracy and the I drama. I do. Maybe that's just the problem here. Like, really, really, I, maybe I just don't believe in any of this, but I just tell myself I do because I need to satisfy some kind of itch. Um, All right. Well, maybe we'll save that for another time. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've had a good, good episode here. Um, thank you all for listening, for putting up with us. <laughs> that is right. Um, remember to... Uh, not let your feet dangle off the bed. Very, very dangerous. Yes. And um, again, same advice as last episode. Don't eat in large meals before bed because you are going to have nightmares of fucking the devil or something. <laughs> also, if it um, has wings, avoid it. Especially birds. Honestly. Although, I want to go for some wings now that Ooh, you mentioned it. Um, so I'm going to go do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shannon, you are free to join me. I'll see you in eight hours. And um, uh, Ugh, come on, twelve hours. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as for the listeners, I'll see you next week. Bye bye. Bye bye.